All right. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Star Trek Showa Station, a Star Trek Adventures actual play using the rules by Modafius Entertainment. My name is ELH, and I'm the Game Master, and joining me are a lovely group of individuals, which we'll meet in a moment. The only real announcement I have at the top of the session is that this coming Friday, uh, Star Trek Aegir will be premiering, and uh, Squiff is in it, uh, Shizno's in it, uh, who else is in it? Uh, we have one of the writers for Continuing Mission in it, Kern, and we also have Professor Hex returning and uh, reprising one of his earlier roles. So that should be very exciting. Uh, the excitement starts Friday at 9 p.m. right here on Twitch. Um, other than that, I think we're just going to sort of get everyone introduced, run the intro, and uh, start playing. So yeah, Squiff, what do you got going on? Hello, everyone. I'm Lone Squiff, and I'll be playing Commodore Taraz, the commander of Showa Station. And as ELH said, you check out our new game on Friday and see my new character. I'm excited. And I'm looking forward to playing with everybody today. Check out our promenade. Very nice. Cad, what do you got going on? Uh, I say I'm Cad Baineshead, who plays Sean Callahan here on the station. Uh, don't have much going on other than personal life things. September's busy. <laughs> That's mm. really so I get this and then life. Mm. Well, at least we get you a little reprieve during your day yes. or during your week. <laughs> All right, Rocket, what do you got going on? Yes, hello, I'm Rocket, and I'm playing your mostly friendly uh, security chief, Shishisa. And um, yeah, also excited to see what the station has to hold. And uh, yeah, if you want to see more of my stuff, you can check me out over on CyberNation Uncensored sometimes. Um, and very soon, there's going to be another place I will materialize as soon as I can say it. Ooh. So hold on to that in your pocket. Is it Rob doing the secret thing? Actually, well, I don't know if that's <laughs> been announced. Two, two secrets. So many secrets. I have. I sit on a throne of secrets. I think we know a secret now. Yeah. Love it. <laughs> Yeah, certainly last but uh last but not least ars what do you got going on yeah uh i'm ars animus um i play the um chief engineer on show station uh Vakoya, and i'm just happy to be here much appreciated excited love for tonight me. love to hear it and yeah let's get that intro video going techno nerd take it away buddy
All right, and welcome back. So, something I like doing with all my Star Trek games is having the players doing opening log, and today, that is going to fall to our lovely Cation security officers. So, Rocket, uh, take it away with Shashista. <clears throat> Chief, security, Chief of Security Log, Stardate 0698.3. Operations on Shoah Station have finally begun to develop some sort of order. The Kozo marriage incident has been handled, insofar as we've not seen the return of this supposed self-proclaimed prince, a claim to which I've seen no documentation. In the past few days, I've had the opportunity to begin thoroughly exploring the station so that I will be completely familiarized with its ins and outs, as my security minions say, as well as deciphering who on the station has a looser relationship to the law. The Kozo princess herself has been Acceptable in her duties as an up-and-coming civilian security watch, her height and the mere threat of this transformation, she assumes, seems to be enough of a threat to dissuade any want-to-be criminals and mischief-makers. She did have a curious reaction to Ensign John Lobster in the promenade. I have made a note to engineering to fashion less throwable tables. Currently, we are investigating a theft from one of the station's merchants, a tellerite named Wham. Evidently, a priceless heirloom has been stolen, and it seems we have nothing more pressing to attend to than this lost and found mission. This wham has been a Rathalian flea on my ear during this entire escapade. As the commander has put, difficult to work with. Very nice. You may have a momentum for your efforts. And where we're going to begin is on the promenade, and we zoom in past uh, Liquor is Logical, of course, the Vulcan Run bar, where we see uh, Wham's stall. Now, Wham is, for lack of a better descriptor, he is a general merchant, meaning that you can get food with him, you can set up trade deals. You know, he's kind of like a cork without the bar, if you catch my meaning, where if you need something, need something sourced, you, you go to Wham. But uh, what I'd like to imagine is uh, Shashista, you're there uh, taking notes maybe uh, with, you know, your security minions or maybe the princess is there. But uh, Wham is, uh, as a Tellerite, he's already not happy. That's just kind of how he comes. But today he is um, particularly annoyed. And I'm going to attempt to do a little bit of a voice. But uh, as, you know, you finish jotting down his last statement, he says, I have told you the third time today. It is an heirloom of my family. It is a crystal the size of a human football. I do not understand why this is so hard, why I have to keep repeating myself. <sighs> Wham, must we go over this again? Crystals come in many different colors, many different densities. There are so many different things that can happen with these crystals. Can you please be more specific to what it might look like? Well, it looks like uh, I should be talking to a more competent security officer is uh, what I'm hearing. Listen, do you want this thing back or not? You know what? I, I think we're going to roll for it. I think I think this is a perfect ah! roll. So, Shishista, oh, no! give me a presence <laughs> security difficulty of one. I was bored for this. I would hope so. Right. <laughs> well, Smack him it... with your tail. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> he's about to get smacked. Um, all right, so, and I believe, so I just got up. What, which one did you say? Um, presence and security. Presence and security. This will go so well. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I do have a focus in negotiation, and would I would apply. just call this very, very direct negotiation. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, here we go. Here we go. This will go well. Yes, that did go. Well, you know, hey. uh, you do get a momentum, but there's a complication. And I'll ask that. You know and what? I'm going to start doing this a little bit more. Um, where I'm going to let you guys maybe contribute some of the complications, because that's fun. Everybody loves complications. So, Rockette, would you like to make the complication, or should I? <sighs> I think the complication is going to have to do with... The, well, my initial uh, thinking is that this wham is mm-hmm. just completely continuing to be pressing on uh, Shishista's nerves. Okay. And actually, I think that tracks because, uh, you know, Tellarites are very confrontational, very argumentative. So I think he kind of takes your, you know, the the threat, quote unquote, and he says, ah, so I see that the kitty does have claws. I was wondering when they were going to come out. Now, that's all well and good, but uh, maybe if you uh, stop hissing at me for two minutes and listen, you'll understand what you're supposed to be looking for in the crystal. I hate you. That's good, because I hate you. <sighs> Listen, if there was any anything, anything so help me to do right now, other than she kind of looks him over this. <sighs> she she slaps her notebook closed, like almost like she's clapping it at his face. Fine. I will keep my eyes peeled for this. Well, you should keep your eyes peeled on that. And he points across the way. And I'm actually going to go to CAD here. So, Commander Callahan, where are you at in the promenade? And uh, as I said off stream, you get to describe a locale. It can be a stall, can be an embassy, can be a shop, can be a bar, whatever you want. But you got to be in it. So what, oh. what, would, what, are, what are you at in the promenade? So this is like a giant rec center. It has like bowling alley, pool table, arcade, lawn games, like simulators, the whole shebang, VR, everything. Nice. It is a one-stop entertainment shop. Love it. Uh, do you have a name for it or should I make one up? Make one up. I hadn't got that far yet. Gotcha. So uh, <laughs> let's call this one Recreation in the Stars. That's a, that's, a, that's a decent name. Uh, it's run by a Betazoid. Uh, but the reason I have Wham alluding to it with Shishista is because Commander Callahan, you're also aware of this being there, there's, um, I guess you would call it a slight domestic disturbance where it seems that a date is not going very well. And I'd like to paint the picture that it is another Cation. Uh, she has a dark fur, very like jet black fur. And she is with a human male, uh, maybe in about mid-20s by the look of him. And uh, they are having a very heated argument. And you kind of get snippets of it as you maybe listen in. Um, they seem to be having an argument over whether or not it counts as a 5-10 split or a 9-10 split in bowling. So they are just having a very loud, loud argument at the current moment. So is it like something that would seem like it could get violent or are they just having a very loud banter back and forth well mr callahan why don't you roll me and you know what shishista i'm gonna have you roll this too get you guys some momentum uh why don't you both give me a insight and security at a difficulty of zero so free momentum as long as you pass yay 
All right. Well, there's one <laughs> success from Callahan. Very good. Oh, and I got a complication from chat. I know what that's going to be. And another from Shishista. Very nice. You guys are up to three momentum hey. by my count. So, yeah, Shishista, you know that stance in occasion where the tail is flicking back and forth agitatedly. The the hair on the back of the neck is stick. You know that's, that, that kitty is ready to start slashing. Ears are slightly starting to go back. Mm-hmm. Callahan, you notice the same thing just from a different angle. Um, you notice that the gentleman is... Uh, to put it lightly, he's trying to be the alpha male, if you get the drift, where he's trying to be the big blustering one and might start throwing hands like an imbecile. Um, how you two react to that, I leave to your discretion. Do I notice Shishista across the way and noticing this? Your call. Say, I'm going to say I do it. I'm going to lean over to whoever's going to be the attendant around us on there and go... I bet you a drink that the security officer hits him first before she does. Make it two drinks. Deal. I, I, you uh, get me three if they hit at the same time. I like where you're thinking. I like it. Um, on seeing this, Shijista kind of turns toward that and then like shoots eyes back at Wham. Just kind of she makes kind of a claw thing at him uh, it's oh he does it back too really... like he 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 mimes it back to and rolls his eyes uh, and then she just goes stalking over there very as you get, aggressively as you get closer and closer you get more and more of the conversation and you hear i don't care what you think i know how to throw a bowling ball it's very easy and if you had eyes that are green and very lovely but you must be blind. How can you not see where the pins are? Well, you know, maybe if you stopped insulting my eyesight, you know, maybe this wouldn't be bad. such a bad date. What do you mean it's a bad date? This is an amazing date. I took you to bowling on the premier station in the frontier. Well, maybe I wanted to go shopping. Well, you always want to go. And this just keeps going. <laughs> Shishisa is going to come up and walk, walk like right up to his face, like like just right up to his face, almost like touching his face with her face who the hell are you you're causing a disturbance in this fun land place fun land place that's the new name (laughs) (laughs) you better listen to her she's the expert on fun land places i am the most fun now what's your problem so let me ask this, Shishista. Um, would you have? I'm trying to figure out how to say this. Would you have your security minions around, or are you kind of doing the Odo thing where you're just solo patrolling at the moment? I think she would have probably like one hovering around, probably not like with her, with her, but like within helping range. So I think the Alpha Chad, as I'm just going to call him, he kind of looks you up and down, looks at his date, looks at the extra security man and says, oh, whatever, this isn't worth it. You and me, we're through, babe. And then he like hastily like goes over to the bowling ball and like starts throwing them down the alley like he is throwing a fit. Like he is just like taking bowling balls and just throwing them down the lanes and making a whole bigger scene than he really needs to. Are you a child? What is going on here? And she's she's going to like just stomp over to him 
and mm-hmm. um with her tail she's gonna like kind of grab around his arms to pin them down so he stops throwing the bowling balls what are you doing what are you doing let me go i am doing nothing illegal it's illegal ah. to bowl in this fashion no it's not in fact i'm the i have bowling shoes on you don't well, I don't like the tone of your voice. And she turns around and starts like pulling him with her. <laughs> You're going into the brig. Ah, that counts. You, you owe me. I win. Nice. And as Shishista and, and Callahan, as you two deal with that, we're now going to sort of shift across the way where we're now going to look at where Vokaya is. So Vokaya, what is your addition to the promenade? Oh, tough question. Um, a pharmacy. A pharmacy. I like it. Now, would you say that this is kind of like Bashir's sick bay in terms of a pharmacy, or is this sort of like a come here to get your supplements style pharmacy? I, I would say not like I would say independent from from Starfleet. Okay, so basically a, a walking clinic that's not Starfleet. Okay. Yeah. Look at that. Yeah. Uh, do you have a specific alien in mind or should I make that up? Um, something, yeah, no, I'm, I'm not really sure who would be, um, who would make sense for this. Um, I yeah, you've got an idea. Yeah, definitely. So I'm going to say that it literally just is one of those things where the clinic is a name, like the lighting, the lighted <laughs> sign above the door literally just says clinic with an arrow and maybe that, nice. you know, red cross sign. Um, but everybody on the station, so all of you would know this, um, it is actually run by a Denobulan. And the Denobulan uh, is going to be named, oh, what name should I give him? Let's call him Dars, D-A-R-S. And uh, Dars will fix you up if Starfleet turns you away. He's not exactly on the level, but he's also not really doing anything illegal. He's kind of like... If I were to use a cyberpunk reference, he's kind of a ripper doc where as long as you pay nice. him, he does a good job. Um, yeah. But it's also something where a lot of the time nobody asks where he gets certain things from. Kind of a interesting relationship with station security, to say the least. Um, doesn't make doesn't make waves, but doesn't necessarily go under them either. Exactly. And all I'm going to ask Ars is why is Vokaya there? Good question. Um I would say maybe she's trying to get um, some kind of um, like tea or supplement su- uh, supplement that she maybe had on her home planet, and because Starfleet isn't really affiliated and there's rebellions going on, um, that he would be able to to come by it. Okay, so Doctor Darce, you know he uh, he listens to your uh, request and he says, "Well, uh, I suppose I might have something in the back." Uh, how much of it do you want? Do you just want like an afternoon tea or is this like a private stock? Um, I would say more of a private stock situation. Hmm. I see. I see. Well, uh, and you know, he starts tapping on his pad, looking through his inventory. I think I might have a box, uh, assuming you have the latinum for it. I definitely do. This tea is highly caffeinated and Starfleet wouldn't really approve of it. Mm, I was about to say, I am supposed to warn you that consuming more than double the recommended daily uh, allotment, you would be, as the humans say, bouncing off walls. Thankfully, that's exactly what I'm looking for. Just 
you know, slightly lower because I'm used to it. Oh, uh, if you would look over here and he kind of does one of those things where he turns slightly and motions for you to look at his pad over his shoulder. And you would notice, Vokaya, out of the corner of your eye that you see Shishista dragging the gentleman throwing a fit, you know, out of the fun time place thing, as we're going to call it, clearly. Right. Um, so whether That's or not funny. you actually go in with the subterfuge or you just keep doing it normal, totally your call. Oh, I definitely go in with his like covert. Um, yeah, <laughs> sign the sign the pad and point. If that's I'm getting guessing what he's going for, right? Yeah, 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 you got it. And as soon as you sign the dotted line and you hand over the shipment of or the the payment of Latin, he says, "Very good. It uh, will arrive at your quarters at oh uh, nine hundred tomorrow." And I definitely like give him that respected head nod, and uh, I don't linger. Just move along. So last but not least, before we go back to Shishista and we uh, follow her for a little bit. So Commodore, where are you in the promenade? Or I'll give you an alternate idea. We also could visit you in your office and we can see what your office is like. So your call, which we do. I will do the promenade. Okay. So what new thing is on the promenade and why are you there? So the location that she has is in, that Taraz is in, is one of those stalls that at first glance, looks like it's a temporary one you'd find in the mall, but then you realize that this is actually built into the station and you're not quite sure how they did this. And it is totally a Showa tourist trap. Mm. There's all sorts of little trinkets, uh, little miniature Showa stations. There's, you know, hats with the emblem on them and T-shirts galore. And there's, there's a Ferengi there peddling all the wares and Taraz is actually uh, not in uniform at the moment. She's kind of trying to go incognito on the promenade. So mm -hmm. uh, the, the Ferengi doesn't quite know who she is as she's checking out all these things. Okay. Uh, Ferengi have a name or should I make one up? Uh, the Ferengi's name is Timek. Timek. Could you spell it for me so I can have it in my notes? T-E-N-E-C. Ten oh, Tenek. I was thinking Tumek. Okay, cool. Got it. All right, so, uh, Tanek, you know, and let me see if I can do my uh, Ferengi voice today. I think I've got enough moisture in my throat to do it. Let's see if I can do it. Well, uh, as you can see, uh, good lady, uh, this shirt is made out of the finest materials. It is sourced directly from the Rysians. And I don't know if you know the Rysians. They make the best party shirts. Uh, I'm looking for something a little bit smaller. Do you have perhaps a, a model that I could put on a desk of the station? Oh, yes. Uh, if you look over here, I have everything from your human Christmas tree ornament to a actual 1 to 20 scale of the station. Oh, that's quite an impressive model. Yes, it's actually quite valuable. Uh, it is a very lucrative thing to buy. I only have the one in stock. She, uh, Taraz just kind of like leaning in to, to, to look at it and you know, see how, how detailed it is. It's mm. even it's even light up. Um, this is impressive. Yes, it's actually one of the premier die cast models that I've been able to get my hands on. Is there a set of these different station models? Well, yes, uh, it's actually a new business venture of mine and my brother's. You see, he makes the models and I sell them. Yes, I'm very interested in these. Well, uh, let's, let's talk. And uh, he shows you a pad with many, 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 many zeros on it. Well, uh, I don't know if this is in your budget range, but that's a fair asking price if you ask me. 
Just kind of look the pad over, ponder for a moment, and then look at the model again. You know, this is so well detailed. How exactly did it, he, your brother, get so much information about the station in such a short time? Let me see. Give me a presence command difficulty of two. And yeah, it is a 1 to 20 scale, so it is a big model. In fact, it probably takes up most of the stand. It's big. Let's see. I have a focus in negotiation or spycraft might apply here. <laughs> uh, you know what? I'd give you both. <laughs> and it's a difficulty of, what did you Two. say? Two. Mm -hmm. I am going to spend one momentum. For the third die. And survey says, there you go. Three successes. You get the momentum right back. Um, I think he starts to look at you with uh, kind of narrowed eyes, and he's like, well, um, let's just say that uh, we had our sources within the uh, Corps of Engineers. You know, something this prominent, uh, something this large, I think this would actually, you should talk to the station command about this, putting it like on a, a display in a public area. Think of all the business that that might attract to your little kiosk here. You know what? That is an excellent idea. Oh dear, what is that? And we're now going to shift to Shishista. So Shishista, you, I've gotten out of the fun time place thing. That's That's got to be the name. Like, I'm sorry, that's the new name of it. Can we have like an Android You've gotten out of the fun time place thing and you're still dragging ah, the guy idea. throwing a, a temper tantrum like a toddler. Um, but I'm actually going to have the complication be that he is trying his damnedest to get out of your grasp at this point. Um, so I'm going to have you give me a fitness and a security at a difficulty of three. three and I would say... Right. Uh, let me check your focuses. And actually, I think maybe... I you're, do you're, have hand-to-hand -hand combat. Would apply. I just have to look at the wording on your prehensile tail to make sure it gives you anything. Let me see. Um, you know what? Technically, this is a fitness test that is maintaining balance. So you automatically get a bonus D20. So you'll be rolling three at, at a start. Hey. All right. And let's see. Home patient of three. Focus. Okay. This is going to go well. I would hope so. There you go. Four successes. Oh, you actually get yo, the, uh, what's up? You actually get a momentum. So it's one of those she, things where she squeezes him even tighter. And it's one of those things where, you know, as you squeeze tight, he's like, hey, come on. This is, has to be abuse or something. Come on. I, we don't have to do this here. We can do this somewhere else. Oh, she will spin around and look at him. I'm sorry. Did you say abuse? You want to see what abuse looks like. And. I have to decide how mean I want to be as a GM. How mean do I want to be? How mean? Let me ask you, Rocket. How mean do you want me to be? Oh, you know what? Let's do it. Let's be do mean. it. All right. So I'm going to roll something for him before I describe what I have in mind. Because, again, I want to be fair and impartial to a degree. So, you know what? I won't give him any threat. But we will just roll the 2d20 and we'll see what he gets. Oh, dear. So... <laughs> What he's going to do mm -hmm. 
and is he is quite literally going to spit in your face. It is very unpleasant. I knew it. He ah. is very much on your shit list, I imagine, at this point. But what I'm going to say is part oh, of him anything sp- involving his mouth is going to just really yeah. not be happy for her. <laughs> I believe it. So part of the spit hitting your face is maybe it just for a moment your grip loosens just a bit. But that bit is enough that he wriggles out of your grasp and goes sprinting towards where the Commodore is currently talking it over with Tanek. And what I'm going to say is Shishista, Tanek, uh, you all have a chance here to stop the gentleman. But the way the guy's running, you think he's going to collide right with that stand. And, oh, well, that's a very nice model that could go clattering onto the floor, if you get where I'm going with this. Shishisa does take off after him. Okay. And real quick before I have you roll, Commodore, are you going to do anything? You're muted, as is tradition. (laughs) I had to be the one. Mm Mm-hmm. I would like to create an advantage. All right, what advantage you want to create? Uh, as I'm talking to the Ferengi here, you know, going over the different wares, talking about the station, uh, she just kind of nudges the stand where the station is just a little bit further out, so the Cation is going to hit it. So, what I would say is, Rocket, if you want to give me another fitness security, I'm going to set the difficulty here to two. As long as mm-hmm. you succeed, you catch the guy before a mess is made. Can I, be like, can I be like casually walking as I see her struggle and chase after him? Just just nice and casual heading that direction. Cool. And also, uh, Vokaya, would you have lingered long enough to stay, uh, long enough to see this, or would you think Vokaya would have uh, exited out by now? Totally your call. Um. Well, as far as like the pharmacy, or the, sorry, the um, the medic shop, she would have walked away from that. But I'd say she's probably still walking along the promenade for sure. Good, good. All right, well, Shashista, let's get that fitness security in. There you go. You get your two. So, And it's one of those things where, thanks to Taraz uh, nudging the stand a little bit, the guy only clips the corner, doesn't send the model flying anywhere, but he goes sprawling to the floor. And then, I don't know, do you want to, like, pounce and tackle him to the ground? Do you want to, you know, like, just, again, (laughs) tail and snare him? Like, describe for me what it looks like when you get a hold of him again. So... She's been in a bad mood all day. She woke up on the wrong side of her cat bed. And Mm -hmm. she, when he started, especially after this whole spitting thing, she actually goes down and does like an actual cat run after him. Mm -hmm. Um, And when he falls down, she just like springs onto him and lands on top of him. Now, very, uh, very much a cat owner question. Do you do the scritchy like playing a keyboard or meeting doe? Do you do that thing where they're agitated with you and they just need you? So what she's going to do is she, at this point, she's kind of just sitting on him and she's mm-hmm. just like, just a little, just a little bit of a needling, um, just to show that she could uh, just let the claws come out a little bit more. Love it. So of course, all of you see this and uh, the Ferengi's like, oh dear. Um, well, that's, that's an exciting thing. Um, maybe, maybe we should resolve that before we finish business. Hold on, wait a second. I know you. Where do I know you from? Taraz is gonna like, like you know, pocket fold or whatever. It's like take take out a, a pair of Starfleet regulation cuffs and just hand them over to Shishista. 
Yes. Can they from the here you here you go? Can they from the back be like, oh, Commodore? I didn't know you like to shop for a uh, lovely knickknacks or something. Wait, wait, you're the Commodore? Oh, oh, sh- you're Tara. Oh, I am in so much trouble. <laughs> it's always nice to send little gifts to the grandkids, Callahan. <laughs> I'm just gonna sit there looking at the Frankie and look down at this poor human on the ground and be like. Well, I am very thankful that you won me a few drinks. I'm going to give you a little word of advice. Don't be you. Just whatever you are doing, just stop. Because it's not working for you. And um, uh, Shishista is going to, without like breaking eye contact with him and like still needling a little bit. Mm. Commander, what exactly are these drinks you were talking about? Oh, uh, I made a bet with the, uh, the guy at... Uh, fun wreck place that you would hit him before he hit you. Thank you. One's for you uh, if you want it. She like, leans even closer to where like she's just like breathing on him. Mm-hmm. You realize that anything leaving your body and touching mine is assault. And uh, at that point, real quick, she leans back and she just like punches him in the face. Nice. <laughs> I was waiting for it. <laughs> So I'm going to say without a role required, if you want to knock him out cold, he can be out cold. Um, but I also I like so. to imagine at this point, uh, Vokaya, before the Cation woman who is party to all this, comes up and says something. Vokaya, I'd like you to roll me an insight engineering because something about the model has caught your eye. Just something about it. Just something. Mm. It, it, there's just a something something. And I'm going to say the difficulty here is only a one. Okay. And if you have anything related to model construction, starship construction, star base construction, all things that would apply here. Um, either, I don't mean to repeat myself, but I don't know, either promenade maintenance or xeno engineering. I could give you both. I think both could apply here in a way. Awesome. Okay. Perform task. Um, I'll just try the two. Okay. Focus. And there you go. There's your one success. Nice. So you realize that the lighting is a little too realistic. In fact, the more you look around the promenade than look back at the model, the model's lighting is a legitimate live feed of what the station is currently lit up like. And if you get even closer and like look through the, the windows on the model you see little holographic figures walking around and, oh, look, it's you and the Commodore and Shishista on top of the poor guy who's now out cold and the commander. Yeah, like, she can't even, she can't even believe what she's saying. She's, like, like doing that thing, like, when you see yourself in a security camera and are trying to, like, wave. She's, like, waving and seeing her hologram move and she, like, calls the commander over and she's, like, she's, like, uh, Commander Callahan, uh, jump up and down. <laughs> I'm gonna give her a very weird quizzical look. On what? Uh, just jump up and down. I'm gonna do like one of those like little half-assed little like kind of barely at the tip of your toes little things. She's like, "You're lucky I'm not messing with you." Take a look at this. <laughs> I'm gonna look in and I'll notice it. As soon as I notice it, I will look at the Ferengi and be like, okay, 
Would you prefer me to escort you? Or do you want Miss Anger over here? You know, you have two that, seconds. Sometimes I'm really into that sort of thing, but not today. Uh, I'll take you, Commander. <laughs> Very good. Come with me. Shashista will follow you. Fine. Uh, Vokoya asked for permission to tag along um, to ask him about this thing as well. Please uh, confiscate it as well. This is a, um, this is a security breach. They've got to be tied into the main computer core or something like that to be able to be getting where oh, everybody is. We will be finding out, won't we? And he's going to be very cooperative. I'm sure he will. Best cooperative. Uh, rule is of acquisition number 13. Always cooperate with your captor. See, see? He's smarter than he lets on. Let's go. All right. So... I guess I now have to look at the Commodore. Where are you going to go during all of this? Are you going to help with the confiscation or? Where is the Cation female? Um, she's kind of like doing that. I, I'm trying to forget the word. That bystander thing where she's like, Haha, look at that idiot. I used to. I, can you believe it? I went on a date with that fool kind of a thing. So she's around. But now that the scene is ending, um, she's starting to filter off back. But if you wanted to grab her real quick and have a chat. Very easy to do so. I think the Commodore is going to to uh, take uh, one of the cameras here from this kiosk mm-hmm. and bring it over to this this female patient. Okay, and then and say, you know, sometimes the dates don't go quite as well uh, or quite like you planned, but. Having one of these and, you know, like hollow camera, you know, whatever equivalent, mm-hmm. you know, you could capture these moments. You could relive them with a loved one. Find that special someone. I think you'll be OK. And she'll kind of hand it to her. Thank you. Maybe you should give the guy a second chance. He was trying to impress you, I think. That was him trying to pimp. Are humans this barbaric? Am I in earshot of this? I think you would hear some of that, yeah. And you're just going to get it. No, we are not. Okay. The commander um, tries to impress me too. Okay, so Thanks, what I've learned Mom. in the past, what I've what I've learned in the past ten minutes is that I apparently need to not date humans. That's that's what I've learned. Our species dating can be rough. Yeah, you know what? I think uh, I think you Vulcans have the right idea. You know what? I'm gonna go after a nice uh, Vulcan boy. You know, maybe maybe in the middle of his pond far or something. That might be exciting. You might want to be careful with that. She kind of looks you up and down and says, "All right, sure. Um, who are you exactly?" Oh, forgive me, Commodore Taraz. Oh yeah, you're the you're the head of the station. Yeah. Well, uh you know what? I'll take your advice. Maybe maybe I'll look for uh little little not much in in the Ponfar business. May, may, maybe try to find a a nice Cation fella, you know. Oh, I mean, have you met male Cations? They're not great. If you find the right one, you get a little vacation getaway, take some pics together spend an entire lifetime together 
I'm sure it could happen. Respectfully, ma'am, um, I don't see myself with occasion. <laughs> and as that You're awkward so conversation old. continues on, we are going to transition to, uh, well, I'm going to let uh, Shashista and the com- uh, commander decide. So would you like it to be uh, the security station similar to what Odo's is on DS9 where it is promenade access? Or would you like something maybe a bit off the promenade, maybe actually within the corridors kind of a thing? Would you like the brig to be there? Would you like an interrogation room? What does your security hub look like, I guess is what I'm getting at here. I think for a station like this, she'd have something right off the promenade uh, to keep an eye where the most crime might be happening. There would definitely be, I think there are more brig cells in the more official area, but in her office, there'd be one um, that she can question people from. Okay. And then uh, let me ask this in terms of, because I'm trying to remember, because again, we are Right before TOS, right before Discovery. So I think force fields are technically a thing at this point in the timeline. So would you have the Enterprise-style bars or would you actually have force fields? Because technically force fields would be newer technology. So I guess what I'm asking is, does Shishisa trust force fields in this instance? Hmm. I think right now there would be force fields and she she's not too sure about it. She's thinking about maybe getting the force field removed and bars installed. Okay. But that hasn't happened yet. Okay. So then the last question I have before we get into a little bit of role play is I'm assuming you're going to throw Mr. Unconscious into a cell and then question the Ferengi with the commander. Yes. All right. And Vokai, after you finish confiscating the model and getting it somewhere safe, you can walk in at a dramatically appropriate time. I'll leave that to your discretion. And of course, Commodore, if you also want to enter at a dramatically appropriate time, I want to leave the door open. But yeah, uh, after you get the Ferengi uh, in his interrogation cell, I guess as we'll call it, um, you know, he kind of does that Ferengi thing where he puts his uh, wrists together and kind of holds up his hands, almost like a handcuff thing, but it's the Ferengi like plead, if you will. And he says, listen, listen, I, you, we can be reasonable about this. You, you don't need to keep me in here. You say, yeah, well, we need to look over some paperwork first. We'll be back. And I'm just going to uh, activate the force field, leave him there for a little bit so I can talk with Shishista before we get on there and just to let him cook a little bit. So what did this one do except for selling cheap recreations of things? The thing was, it wasn't cheap, and it was an exact recreation down to our movement. Our movement? Yes, there was little models of everyone on the station recreating what we were doing. In real time? Real time. (laughs) She is going to spin and turn and look at uh, this guy and she she is really having a day so she's gonna storm over there and um almost as if she's gonna walk into it and then she kind of like i don't want to say bounces off the force field but she she gets a little close to it and then she steps back what are you doing peeping on everyone i am 
I, uh, it's above board. I swear it's above board. You're saying a lot of things that aren't words. Ah, ah. And, uh, Shishista, I want you to roll me another presence security here. Difficulty of, I'm actually going to make it a four. Okay. Can I assist on this? You may assist with your own presence security as long as you come in and do a good cop, bad cop situation. Oh, that we definitely right. do. Um, I have a focus have... in diplomacy. Would this work? It would. Nice focus in negotiation. Also um, would it, would it be worth using any of the um, momentums we have, of which there are three? Uh, I think you're actually at one momentum at the moment by my look. Yeah, uh, I've got we, you at uh, one because of the advantage that we made. Um, but the one could get you three dice. That would bring you up to three dice, and then you'd get the assist die. Yeah, let's do it. Get it out of here. Let's do it. All right. All right. Here we go. Here we go. Yeah, Lord XI, I got the one from chat. Don't worry about it. Okay, well, uh, interesting. So let me actually see real quick. I think you also have not only... Yeah, you have Disarming Nature, Shishista, and Criminal Minds. So your Disarming Nature actually brings that down from a four to a three. So you do pass. So that's the good news. Um, The other good news is that you... And I'm actually going to rewrite this because I think limiting this to reason only is kind of lame. So I'm just going to say whenever you're interrogating someone and I feel it's appropriate, you can use criminal minds. It doesn't have to be reason. Um, You're going to get to ask a bonus question, which I will have to answer honestly. And obviously the Ferengi is going to have to answer honestly. Um, But what you get initially when you start to drill him with Callahan coming in um, is he says, well, um, I... Okay, as I was telling the Commodore, uh, my brother was, uh, he was friends with one of the engineers that built this whole thing. And uh, I, I don't know if you know this, but there's there's like a security feed that's not on the official uh, schematics. And how do you have access to it? Or your brother? Well, um, um, well, you, you see, it's, it's actually real easy to look into. Uh, I, if I could have that pad the commander's holding... I think without even asking, Shishis is just going to like snap it out of his hands and uh, hit the thing to lower the force field and just like push it at this guy. All right. So the Ferengi actually taps a few buttons and then he spins the tablet around. And yeah, you now see a live feed of yourselves in the brig looking at him. And there's kind of like that, you know, infinity effect at his screen as it keeps going on and on and on. Galahan, I don't like this. And she hands it back over to him. He said, no. Uh, well, how did you all um, find this feed? And why were you looking for it? Well, uh, we didn't exactly go looking for it. Uh, we, we just sort of wanted to, to get a real view of the station, make it seem authentic. Well, as um, good as an intention is that way, and Calhan's going to start going some bluffing to see if I can get some more out of him. Mm-hmm. Uh, Starfeed Protocol 165-3 states that any non-authorized personnel in having a... Uh, what did I say? Yeah. Oh, sorry. Uh, having classified uh, information without express clearance is 
clearance for immediate ejection from the station. We don't oh, wait, want you mean like that. out of an airlock? Well, out of an airlock, yes. Well, good thing I like you. Your stuff's kind of cool. So maybe we can come to some sort of agreement on here. Now, before we forget, Shishista, what is the one question that you do get for free thanks to Criminal Minds? I think the additional free question would be... Yeah, Frankie uh, would would have information on the goings-on of the station. mm -hmm. You, who else knows about this? I swear, it's just me, my brother, and uh, I guess you guys now. Oh, and I guess the engineer that we got the information from in the first place, he knows too. (laughs) And um, she's just going to turn to Callahan. This, this right here, it's why I can't get along with Ferengis. You see it, you saw it yourself. Oh, and I guess the, the, the engineer's wife, he, he, she knows. Oh, and the, I guess they got a kid. He's like six. I don't know. I don't know if humans can think that that early, but they have a kid. Maybe he knows. So what's the profit in having this exact replica? Well, I mean, you saw what the, or maybe you overheard the Commodore. You know, that, that kind of thing is really, really cool to have. It's a really cool model. It is, but wouldn't it be too much of a risk? Well, um... To be honest, we weren't expecting to get caught, so, you know. So you're stupid. No, I am an opportunist. Everything is visible from inside of the windows. How do you mean you didn't expect to get caught? Well, I didn't expect the security officer and the Commodore and the commander and and, and the chief engineer. I didn't expect to walk around the station. Well, like, look at the model really closely. I thought, you know, you guys weren't into models. You clearly don't know our (laughs) Commodore. She gets real, real, like just right up in his face. Mm. I love models. Oh, well, ah, good news then. I've decided to gift you all the model. Hooray! That's the first thing you will have done. And she kind of backs out of the uh, the area that he's in, and mm. immediately like puts the forest field back up. Galen, do you have any more questions for this creature? Let's say I want. I just need the uh, the name of that security arm uh, that um, engineer that he spoke about. Well, before I answer, I'm actually going to turn to Vokaya. So Vokaya, you have the opportunity here to make up an NPC that I'm going to pick on. So I would just need a species can be nearly any species and uh, male, female, or other. Um, it can be any species. Any species that would be appropriate for the time. You can't like have a like an Iconian. Like an Iconian yeah, no, can don't. be here. Um, would Orion be appropriate? I could give you an Orion, sure. Male, female, or other. <laughs> I would cool point man. out that if you did make her a female, she would have the pheromones, which might be interesting. That's true. Okay, yeah. Let's mix it up. Let's do that. Okay. Then the Ferengi... <laughs> sure is going to answer, well, uh, I think it was uh, Master Chief Gina. And Gina is J-I-N-A. And where is your brother? Well, uh, at this time of day, he's probably at Liquor is Logical. Yeah, perfect. 
and on that, I'm just going to basically turn heel and kind of beckon Shishista to follow me. Um, Shishista also, I allow me to ask this, uh, mm-hmm. meta wise, along with the force field, would there be something that just like cuts the noise out that that puts, say, like just a blanket of silence around uh, this cell? Oh, very easily. That's actually one of the features of force fields is you can cut off all noise if you want. Wonderful. She immediately like adjusts it to where it's just going to. Nice. No, no more. No more sounds from him. Okay. And you see and him like doing again Callahan the Ferengi out. thing, and he's like he's speaking, but you can't actually hear him. It's great, <laughs> especially for a Ferengi because he would like hear everything. So you really cut him off. Mm-hmm. Um, with the pad, is it still sent to like that security feed? Is but I be able to close it out? Yeah, it's still. Would there. I be able to move it to Liquor is logical, so I could try to locate this Ferengi if he tries to go anywhere? Sure, go ahead and give me a control engineering difficulty of one. All right. I got nothing to help me with that. If you ask. Hey, there you go. You actually get a momentum, nice. and oh, hey, I got a complication from chat. So. The pad does change to Liquor's Logical. You sort of see that. I don't think I described it before, but I'm thinking of it more like a synthwave bar where it's like neon blues and pinks Mm -hmm. and kind of has that retro human feel to it. Um, But you do see a Ferengi at the bar. Uh, The bartender is, of course, doing the bartender thing with the glass and the cloth. Um, But the complication is going to be that seated next to him is going to be the Orion you might be looking for, or at least you're pretty sure based on the fact she's in a Starfleet uniform and she has the Master Chief Pips that she's probably who you're looking for. And they seem to be having a conversation. The pad doesn't tell you, obviously give you an audio feed, but it does give you a visual feed. They seem to be very animated, very back and forth. I'm going to then take this and show it to Shashis to be like, wow, that actually is a little convenient, a twofer. Mm, I don't like being watched. I don't either. That's why we're watching them. And we're cutting this thing off. And the chat complication <laughs> is going to be, as you all say that, and we're going to go break here in a moment. Um, as you all say that, a certain princess walks into the bar and accidentally bumps into the Orion. And let's say a confrontation begins to brew as the Orion gets very animated and shouting at the certain princess. So that's exciting. Yay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I think with that, we're going to take a five to ten minute break here. We'll be back shortly, everybody. Stick around. <laughs> and welcome back to part two of session three of star trek adventures show a station if you're just joining us well the uh players have handled a somewhat domestic disturbance on the promenade they've added a few colorful shops and clinics and booths and things of that regard but in doing so they've actually ironically created a problem of their own doing where apparently a ferengi was selling a very lifelike model, which was tapped into a unforeseen and unknown security channel, which 
basically allowed anyone who was on the channel to look anywhere on the station, even the classified areas of the station, which is a big no-no. So Callahan and Shishista are now on their way to confront not only the Ferengi's brother, who was making the one that made the model, but also apparently the Master Chief Orion, who clued them in. But if that wasn't bad enough, uh, the Ferengi and the Orion are now in a fight with the Princess from last two sessions. And that's where we're going to arrive, is Callahan and Shishista, you walk into Liquor's Logical, as the bartender's doing their best to calm the situation down, but the princess is not quite hulking out, but she is definitely filling out her uniform, is what I would say, as uh, the Orion is yelling up at her, saying, what are you doing? I know you're the princess and all that crap, but you don't actually have a rank. Technically, even though I'm a Master Chief, I outrank you, and I demand that you clean this up this instance. And the princess, in a very painfully reserved voice. You can tell that she's trying not to hulk out. She's like, I'm sorry, I did not mean to bump into you. It was an honest mistake. I don't care if it was an honest mistake. Do you know how much it get this wine out of this uniform? Do you have any idea what it takes? And it, at this point, you know, as Callahan and she says, you walk in, um, you know, the, uh, the bartender almost looks to you with a pleading look like, can you, can you handle this for me? Kind of a thing. I'm, I'm gonna, uh, I was gonna do a go quick ahead. like little like wait before she just hulks out and goes all in on him. I'm just gonna walk right up to the master chief, put my hand on the shoulder and be like, amazingly enough, I do have a rank as well. And mine is telling you to sit down, shut up and stop calling, causing trouble. And since you pulled rank and she is a member of Starfleet, she's going to look at you and go, ah, yes, sir, and sits down very quickly. That's better. Also, and thank you so much for being here. And I'm going to, like, wave Shishista over. I'm like, it just so happens you two were the exact people we wanted to talk to. I wonder Rule of why Acquisition that 15, be. if they're looking for you, you did something wrong. Wait, yeah. was that 17? That, I think that I think all 17. depends. Oh dear. Well, let's it's time we all have a little chat, shall we? Hmm. Now, I'm going to streamline this a little bit uh cuz as fun as it is to play a Ferengi voice, I do want to streamline it and get the others involved a little bit more. So, what sort of questions would you have for the Ferengi brother, which Taraz, if you have another Ferengi name, we can actually name the brother. Um, and then what questions do you have for the Orion engineer? Uh, did I give her a name? I don't think I gave her a name. Did I? Yes, you... Gina. Gina. Yes, that's what Gina. her name is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There it is. Um, I think, uh, Shishisa's main questions for the engineer would be where, how did you find out about this? Who mm. else knows? I think those and, are the, the first And why two. didn't you tell us? Okay. So he's going to do a lot of pointing at Gina and Gina's going to basically tell you that it was something where Starfleet intelligence asked to have a private channel, but then they never got back to her with the, you know, the code frequency. And by the time the station was finished, um, it was a little late to go back and shut off that frequency. So she more or less techno babbles and says that she knows how to shut it off and Vokaya could do it herself if, you know, she was clued in, but it was meant to be a Starfleet intelligence channel. Now, as for who knows about it, the good news is that the Ferengi brother does confirm that only he 
uh, what was his name? Tanek, I think was his name, was the the, the merchant. Uh, Tanek the merchant and the Orion uh, Gina are the only ones that actually know about this channel aside from you all. Um, Shishis is going to like approach and get all up on um, Gina's entering her personal bubble, if you okay. will. Mm-hmm. If you didn't hear anything back from Starfleet Intelligence, why didn't you shut it off? Um, I mean, I, I mean this respectfully, ma'am, but um, aren't you technically with Starfleet Intelligence? I am the one asking questions. Yeah, that's I, I understand exactly that, ma'am. Something Intelligence would say. I, I what I what I what I mean by that, ma'am, is uh. I mean, if you're Starfleet Intelligence, you know how Starfleet Intelligence works. You just kind of do what they say and don't ask questions. Yes, but I also don't peep on people. Have you been peeping? No. What is this all about? What what have you done? Looking at the brother. Well, uh, I may have sort of made a cool model. What do you mean you made a cool model? You should know when you give it anything like this to a Ferengi, that it's going to end poorly. Really? It, is it like a Ferengi? Like, honestly, he's the he and his brother are the first Ferengi I've ever met. Like, they just seem, what? like, really eager to get information. Am I in yes. real... Am I in major trouble? Yes! You're yeah. in major trouble! You passed on a classified feed to all access areas of this station to the one group of brothers on the ship that would immediately try to miniaturize and sell it to the highest bidder. If we didn't catch this, we could have literally people seeing every area of this ship, including, say, things where secrets could be, our engineering, what we're doing, our defenses. Including you. I now see how foolhardy it was for me to have said anything. Um... I guess I'm relieved of duty. And she kind of cringes a little bit. We're going to speak to your immediate commanding officer. That will be Vokoya's immediate charge, unless the Commodore has something she personally would like to do to you. Oh, fun. Uh, What about me? Um, am, Am I in trouble or can, I mean, I just made the model. That's all I did. I don't want to see you anymore. Okay. Why are you still in front of me? And starts running. (laughs) <laughs> I mean, unless anybody stops him, he is legit going to run from Liquor's Lodge. He is just going to book it. She's not going to stop him. No, that, that sounds fun. We're more concerned with the Starfleet uh, personnel who did this. Now, the princess, for her part, does like start to chase after the Ferengi, but stops and goes, Leave him. Leave him up. Oh, all right, say, ma'am, as you wish. Say, say, take a breather. It's not worth it. <laughs> not worth it, I. And we have and, his brother, so he can't go too far. Fair. So as that's all going, we're all we're going to turn our uh, attention over to Vokai and Taraz, where I'd like to imagine you two at this point, you've taken over a conference room where the co- full table is almost just the model that you've confiscated. And Taraz and Vokai, you are like inspecting the model, going through running scans on it. And at some point, the other two will walk in and you'll have a full meeting. But I wanted to, again, give you guys an opportunity to, you know, bust your chops here and uh, show what everybody you got going on. So, yeah. What would you like to do as you're looking at this model? Uh, yeah. So, like you said, it's all 
you know, it's taking up most of the table and the rest of the table are her tools and her diagnostic stuff. And um, she's in her, you know, um, same thing in her overalls over top of her Starfleet uniform. So every little pocket, she's pulling out another screwdriver or tool or something uh, to try to analyze how they're tapped into the system and how to shut it down. Okay. What about you, Taraz? What are you doing during all of this? Uh, well, while Vokaya is taking it apart, you know, physically checking things out, um, you know, assuming now they, they know about this feed, mm-hmm. uh, Taraz would be trying to find that feed. Okay. So either uh, if you want like do this as, as, as a role or, or maybe tap one of her talents for this. Take a look like at the your rumor talents real one. quick. Uh, she had the one about the rumors. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. I just got to look at the re or the the wording on it. Uh, let's see. Uh, yeah, I tell you what. Uh, if you want to add the one to threat to ask the two questions, I'm totally okay with that. Okay. Yeah. So. Yeah, so just to let everybody know, I, I can ask two questions here, and the source of the information is they come from rumors just scuttlebutt across the station. So anything related, uh, it, it could be anything really, um, but I try to pertain it to this. Um, cool. I think maybe has Taraz you know, heard about any of it? Like, did she know about this feed and maybe had assumed it was turned off? So I would say that based on your knowledge of Starfleet intelligence, because you're a Commodore, you at least see some things come across your desk. You would know that, yeah, there were rumors among the engineering crew that Starfleet intelligence was trying to install something special on the station, but you didn't really connect the dot to it being this special channel, if you get what I'm saying. And has she heard about any personnel that may have been taking advantage of some of the new systems on show like this? I would say not that you're made aware of, but you would again get Gina's name as someone who worked on it potentially hands on. So, yeah, she's definitely pulling up her personnel file and just kind of. I imagine her kind of like pacing the room as Okai is working at the table, just, you know, looking at this pad and going over it. Uh, Okai, what have you found so far? As far as I can tell, this signal seems legitimate Starfleet um, tech. It uh, it seems like the Frangies didn't really tap into anything, and I, I didn't really expect them to. Um, this seems like it's directly connected to our operating system here. is how did they find out about it yeah that's kind of what i mean it doesn't like they would have had to know they would have had to have they would have they would have had to know what they were doing or be handed it to them to to be able to get to this level i'm still looking into it but that's my assumption okay so i think then uh and contact uh shishista and callahan to find out what they've learned yeah. since we know they went to the brig. Yep. So they'll come up and join you in uh, probably about two, three minutes real time. Okay. But Vokaya, 
Now that you are hands-on poking and prodding, if you could give me an insight in an engineering at a difficulty of one, and again, you would have a focus in this regard. Would I, um, would testing a theory come into this since I've already worked on this tech It would previously? indeed. Yeah, it definitely would. I uh, just got to remind myself whether that lowers the difficulty or gives you an additional die. I never remember. I think it gives me an additional die. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm inclined to believe you. So let me just quickly look it up. Make sure. Mm -hmm. Testing a theory. Try to get Testing. some there it momentum. Is. Uh, yeah, it's an additional 1d20 as long as you succeeded at a previous test. Yeah, so you would be at 3d20 to start. Perfect. Thank you. Okay, focus on. All right, and it looks like, ooh, uh, one success with a complication. So, how do I say this? You do succeed, but you can't really just shut off the signal because what you're realizing is that the signal is, how do I say this? For lack of a better term, it's built in to the security feeds of the stations, which might seem like a tautology. But what I mean is in order to shut off the signal, you would have to shut off the legit security feeds, meaning that Shishista and her minions would be in the dark. Meaning this is a legitimate feed. It's not just a tap into Correct. a feed. Correct. Gotcha. Okay, for sure. Um, yeah, so as I see this come up on my diagnostic or what I ever have plugged into this thing, mm -hmm. um, I turn around. Uh, Commander, I can't shut this thing down. This isn't, this isn't a tap. They've actually got access to a legitimate security feed here. And that's, I'm guessing, how um, the hologram, you know... Uh, type images being projected as well. They must have access to comm badges and I don't know. Uh, are there cameras on? There's cameras on the station, isn't there? They might be tapped into those too. Are we in here at that point? Uh, yeah, we'll say you walk in right about then. Okay. <clears throat> and they also seem to have this miniaturized hologram technology. That's actually quite intriguing. Even in the star, uh, um, even in the fields, you know, that I've worked on with, with building fleets, I've, I've never seen technology quite like this. I think whenever Shishista comes in hot, it's hashtag Shishista's bad day. Vokaya, one of your underlings is responsible for this. Your, ma your master chief, Gina. Charles will just hold her data pad. <laughs> she this like, Master Chief Gina. She like, well, probably soon to be former Master Chief Gina. She like turns exactly. around at all, She like turns around at all three of them, like, you know, um, with the accusations, right? And she's like, Yeah, um, okay, I wouldn't doubt it. She's definitely um been the most distracted on the team, but I can't say that I ever expected anything like this from her. I have a feeling that this is more ignorance than um, full-out deceit. I mean, it's probably just a stupid mistake, but a stupid mistake we cannot allow and there has to be consequences for. Agreed. What did you learn as far as her giving this information to the Ferengi? <laughs> She's going to pointedly look at the Commodore. She's never met Ferengi before. 
Very well. Well, that aside, why would she suddenly share a Starfleet video feed with anybody? Non-Starfleet or not? Did she have an answer for that? She seemed more scared than willing to give answers, probably in the thinking she was doing something totally innocent and now just finally realizing the consequences of her actions. But we might be able to find out something more. She's currently in a holding cell. And Vokoy's like, yep, I see her right there. And she like looks at the model <laughs> on the table. <laughs> yeah, I, hate, I don't like it. I hate that too. Can we... <laughs> we heard you were saying something when we were walking in. Is this mean we can't shut this off? Can we like, can we at least like put like a passcode or something on it that only like the command staff can access in like a special circumstance or? I can definitely try if that's what's wanted. We can lock this for our side. I, I, I could try. Let's say we lock it down with only the Commodore has the access to it. I agree. Or if we were to shut it down completely, I realize that would mean the security feeds as well. How long would that take? I'm not sure I could uh, try to estimate how long those feeds would be down for. Uh, GM? Next Tuesday. <laughs> About uh, just over a week, Commander. <laughs> I would prefer not to be without my feeds for an entire week. Who knows what kind of mayhem could erupt on the station? Uh, what could possibly go wrong? Weren't you supposed to be like finding a bobble or something? <laughs> she she's just gonna look at him. She's gonna she doesn't say anything. <laughs> she just looks at him. And if anyone looks at her hands, like her claws are kind of going in and out. Hale is just whipping. <laughs> Rocket, I just know. had the most brilliant idea. Would you like me to whisper it to you? Yes, I'll whisper it to you. And I'm going to let you be the arbor of whether or not you actually realize this in character, but uh, ignore me. Continue on with the scene. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. If we, if we turn this off, then uh, we're going to be down for a while. I can set up the system to look like it's still active. You know, the little, the little lights on the cameras will still be going, but you won't be able to see anything live. You said you were seeing something with this hologram technology. You said like, this is actually quite advanced. I've never seen anything like it before. So I propose we, as an olive branch to these somehow surprisingly technically advanced Ferengi, that in return for we do not completely kick them off the station, they have to give us some insights on these this little special stuff that they can do. Yeah, I'm assuming they took the, this technology or traded it from somebody else, so... We should try to get that information from them. I don't think this is Frankie tech at all. Agreed. I'll look at Shishista and be like, I'll handle talking to that. We'll let you keep being the bad guy. You seem to enjoy doing it to them. Well, I have something else that I think the Ferengi could do to make up for this. Oh. What's that, Commander? She just like <laughs> just makes a real disgusted face. <clears throat> Kill, what is it you say? Two birds with one stone. You had as me. As long as we, 
had me at kill yeah yeah so you had me concerned there at first you you've been very aggressive today i was worried what you were actually going to do <laughs> she she like her tail goes like right up to his face i am not more aggressive today than usual and i'm just gonna like kind of pat the tail aside sure we'll go with that anyway so long as i still have to find this heirloom and we have access to this horrific concoction. She gestures to the, the model. Well, I might as well have eyes looking for it on there that aren't mine. Yeah, to be honest, I don't really want to turn this thing off. I want to check this out more. As long as we can find a way to at least lock it down so we don't know who else could pry into this. The last thing we need is someone looking at this meeting right now, for instance. Agreed. Uh, Where do you want me to take this to secure it and continue to work on it? Engineering or a security lab? It's rather large. We know you want it in your command room. Just say it. (laughs) I didn't think about that. Yeah, you know, that actually sounds cool. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> that way I always now have eyes on it. It's like just looking at the door. <laughs> looking at the door, yeah. looking back at the model, looking at the door. <laughs> Lift with your knees, Wakaya. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> She's like trying to see how she can take some fins off or something. Mm. And so are are the two are the two commanders going to be going back to talk with the Ferengi, or are they talking uh, with uh, Gina? I will go talk with the Ferengi, since I was the nicer of the two of us in those conversations. Make sure to tell them they're going to be spending their time looking for a gemstone the size of an American baseball or something. Yes, yes, the, uh, the the good old American soccer hand egg. I'll get them right on it. Mm. <laughs> Taraz would like to deal with the Gina situation. Okay. And I think before going to see her, mm-hmm. she would uh, want to reach out and... I, I kind of want to tap a value here, but I know there's no role, so I, I don't know if that's... I mean, you know, values are kind of guiding principles of your character acting to them. Kind of, kind of more uh, of a role-play thing. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so I wanted to tap her value, friends in all the places. Okay. And reach out to the Starfleet JAG, essentially. Hmm, Okay. I have to scramble to make a Starfleet Jack character, but that's what I know. <laughs> uh, I mean, it, me... it, it, it could, you know, it be like pretty or something. <laughs> nah, you know what? I, you know, I've been pretty much this entire session has been player generated, which I love. So <laughs> let's see. You know what? I think it's funny. We're going to make him a Tellarite, and his name will be. Oh, you know what? I can bring back uh, Weak Ass, which I will spell in chat because that was legitimately a name roll 20 spat at me once, and I just found it funny. So uh, he is Commander Wee. That is literally what Roll20 spat at me one day. 
Um, he is sounds like a sounds like a Bart Simpson prank call. I, you, yes. That's you know, like I said, when I read it, I had to continue the line. Um, but he is your JAG officer, and he is a Tellarite. Okay, it's Weekaf. Uh, we kiss, we cast, whatever way you want to say it. It's mostly for giggles. It's Wakase. There you go, Wakase. <laughs> I love it. And uh, what what is his rank? Uh, he's a commander. Okay. Uh, so while Xena uh, is stewing down down in the brig, um, Turaz will will have some civilian clothes sent over to her, and. Oh. Uh, and order Shashista to, you know, have all of her Starfleet, you know, clothing, communicator, all that, you know, taken away. You know, and just and just let her stew some more in the brig. Total cold shoulder treatment, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I, I think go go uh, go up to command to to make a phone call. Okay. Now, what I would actually say is that you have a JAG office on the station. So, oh, do it. <laughs> yeah. You just have to walk into their offices and say hello. <laughs> Make a phone call into their office to be more. <laughs> Make a phone call from their office. Make a phone call from their office. Oh yeah, okay. Then yeah, Taraz would uh, yeah definitely go into the the JAG department there on the base or on the station. Yeah, and what I would say it's probably on like deck two or three, so it's pretty high up there next to uh, the command center. But yeah, you walk in; it's a fairly small office, all things considered. You've got the United Federation of Planets flag in one corner, you've got Starfleet's flag in the other, and then uh, there's just a desk, and behind it is the uh, portly Tellarite uh, that uh, we cast. We're calling him, I believe, um, or we cast. We'll, we'll figure it out. But he he just kind of looks at you and he says. Well, uh, I wasn't quite expecting to see you here today, Commodore. What do I owe the pleasure? Oh, do I have some fun for you, Weekass? And she'll hand over the data pad to the desk, over the desk to him, and... <sighs> How are you with the breach of protocols, Starfleet espionage? Well, uh, let's take a look here. Oh, that's, uh, that doesn't look quite good for her, but, uh, I'm going to assume you don't want me to leak this information about, uh, the security channel, but, uh, well, uh, I see this going one of two ways, ma'am. Uh, either we, uh, we throw the book at her, or, uh, we give her, uh, I wouldn't even call it a penal sentence, but, uh, she works her time, if you get my meaning. A little bit of both, I think. Works her time and maybe a demotion as well. Well, uh, I'm content to do both of those things. I just need you to sign off on it. So, <laughs> try to find the the most remote Starfleet station mm-hmm. or ship, you know, posting, essentially. Ironically, that's you guys, actually. You are the farthest the out, the most remote. It, can we make her uh, Ensign Rocky's flight assistant while he's oh fixing everything? Oh, my Lord. <laughs> I don't know. Does that count as cruel and unusual punishment? Like, let's, let's be real here for a moment. I hope so. <laughs> Tell you what, let's uh, let's let's meta this a little bit. Yeah, we can make her the liaison to a certain Ensign pilot. 
Yes. Um, but would you want to bust her down to senior chief or maybe all the way down to just chief or? All the way down. All the way down. So Ooh. just a chief. Okay. You know, honestly, that is a totally acceptable sentence. Like Starfleet intelligence and Starfleet uh, things of that nature, they really are hard asses. So you are going very nicely on her is uh, what I would say. Uh, but yeah. Um, yeah. You know, uh, Jag officer writes, you know, kind of does his dotting his eyes and crossing the T's and goes, well, uh, guess it just depends whether I'm delivering the news or whether you would like to come at all. I will do it. That's fine. Very good. And uh, may I say, Commodore, that uh, your banter needs a little bit more work. I was expecting to argue a little bit today. Espionage kind of does that to me. It'll be better next time. That's good, because uh, the only other person I've had a good argument besides you is uh, the Tellerite, uh, what is his name, Wham or something? Yeah, Banana Rama, Wang Chung, Wham, something like that. Oh, Wham Chung, I like that. I'm going to use that. <laughs> yeah, we're now going to cut down to... Who do I want to go to? Let's go to Vokaya real quick before we go to Shishista and Callahan. So, Vokaya, um, technically you were never given orders not to say hello to your former or will-be former Master Chief. Would you like to check in on her? It's totally your call if you do or do not. Yeah, I would say as her, like, you know, commanding officer. Or, uh, no, commanding officer? Was she, was she on my team? Was that? She was, yeah. She was, yeah, yeah. she was part of your engineering team. Yeah, yeah. So I would say with that in mind, I would check in on her for sure. Okay. So where we see uh, Shishisa and Callahan in one part of the security annex, you know, we've got kind of just a pan, a camera pan over to you, Vokaya, talking to uh, Gina. And uh, Gina has changed into the uh, civilian clothing that was sent to her. And, you know, she sounds really worried. She sounds like, as you said, she knows she's been caught. She realizes what she did is wrong. And there's a lot of remorse in her voice. And she actually not quite, you know, crying, but there's definitely tears in her eyes. And she says, I, I just, I, he was a cool alien. I, I liked his ears. I was just trying to be impressive. I know I did something real bad, uh, Lieutenant Commander. I know I, I know I screwed up. But is this the end for me in Starfleet? I mean... I don't want it to be the end of me in Starfleet. Chief, I gotta say, I'm surprised you're even here right now to have this conversation. I thought Taraz would have had you on the first shuttle back. Um, the fact that it was a not only a, a, a secure channel, but that you gave it to, to aliens you knew nothing about is is um, is pretty unbelievable, I think. And uh I just got to say, I appreciate that you realize what you did wrong now, but um, I think yeah. you really have to reflect on this for us being so far out. Um, it's important we stay, we keep this station secure. Well, um, I don't know that it really makes up for anything, but uh, I, I did manage to do this. And uh, she shows you a pad. And on that pad is a way to encrypt the channel. Maybe it's a cryptographic key. Maybe it's something that she had special insight on that all you have to do is implement, you know, whatever she's showing you and you have an encrypted channel that supposedly only those with the key can access. I'll say, uh, did, did you uh, figure this out afterwards or did you have this the whole, the whole time? Um, I, 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 you know, uh, when the Commodore sent me the clothes, I got really worried and I wanted to make things right. So I tried to figure out a solution. I, do you think it would work? Definitely I do. This was 
this was the right way to go. I'm definitely going to put in a word about this to the commander for you to pass off to Jag. And I think this will reflect well that you've you've not only corrected your mistake, but um, you've learned from it. I, I appreciate it, ma'am. Um, do you think Ferengi have mind control abilities? Or, or maybe they interact with Orion pheromones in a weird way? They would definitely buy them and sell them if they could, but unfortunately, <laughs> they uh, are just really good at getting in and making trouble. So keep that in mind. Don't be too hard on yourself. Of all the aliens you could have met, these are these are the ones that are going to cause some problems, even in the future, probably. Okay. Um, I know it's kind of late now, but the next time I see a Ferengi, I, I, I'm going to punch them in the ears. They're big old stupid ears. Well, I mean, <laughs> she like, she's like, you're you're not wrong, but but maybe just don't trade with them or buy anything from them and, and leave it at that. I, I think I could do that. Thank you, thank you. And uh, she like turns to go and she comes back. She's like, and if they mention Umox, just walk away. I the way you say that makes me not want to ask, so I'm not going to. She just laughs and turns. We now pivot the camera to the left, and we see Shashista and Callahan getting more answers out of uh, certain Ferengis, as it were. So yeah, um, what question do you guys want to start with, I guess, is, is really the, the main question here. Hmm. I would oh. say pretty much starting with anything Callahan has. I think as soon as Shashista has her time, she's just going to get their eyes on the the model and i'm gonna go look into i'm gonna say like you already talked to him about that because i'm sure you were quite anxious to pedal that off on them as soon as possible oh yes i'll just say well in the meantime while you are combing for this thing we do have uh, some good news for you that we do want you to actually stay around. We've liked your shop. We like some of the stuff you do. But due to the little mishap, you need to help us out on a couple things. Would this be agreeable? Uh, like Frankie brothers look at each other and uh, Tanek says, uh, rule of acquisition number 312. Uh, always suck up to the boss. And his brother slaps and says, you idiot, that's rule number 23. You sure? Yeah, it's 23. Either way, I'll take that as a yes. So that miniature hologram technology in your model, where'd that come from? And uh, they look at each other. They look at you. They look at Shishista. They look at each other. Back to Shishista. Then back to them. Then back to Shishista. And, she she uh, just starts getting closer. <laughs> Every I think time that's they all it takes. I don't, think we, I don't think we need to roll here. Um it's like a yeah. cat when you look away and you look back and they're suddenly just right there. Mm -hmm. So I think, uh, I think the, you know, I'm going to give the brother a name. Let's, let's, let, let me actually give the brother a name. Um, I, I, I'm going to call him. Let's call him Hadid. And the reason I'm doing Hadid is because I think Hadid's actually like a famous architect, if I remember correctly, which would make sense with the models. So, you know what? We're going to run with it. Hadid. Hmm. That is the brother's name. So Hadid, uh, you know, 
starts to sweat as much as a Ferengi can and goes, Well, um, I may have acquired that technology for, uh, model purposes. It, it doesn't just have to tap into a security feed. It, it could just literally show any image you want in, in small model form. Where? The question was where. Oh, um, well, uh, do you know this location in the galaxy? And he rattles off, like, stellar coordinates, and if you check it on your pad, it's, like, way into the Alpha Quadrant, past any Federation space, like, even way past you guys. Like, it's out there. Um, but if you were to look at, like, a next generation star chart, it would be very firmly in the Breen Confederacy if you want to really have a spot, you know, nowhere to look for. And the look can be like, hmm, interesting. I was reading a thing about that. So you just took it from them? Or was well, it a... we acquired it legally. It was a fair and honest trade. Oh, of course. Who would do anything as to try to tap into something illegally? If we say yes, will you get her to stop staring at us like that? I'm going to go say yes, and she will politely leave unless she needs to come back. Then Don't yes. make me need to come back. No, no, we're, we're, we're behaving. We're being cooperative. <laughs> and, and when they say that, she's going to turn around, like walk toward the door and then stop. And without even turning to look at them again. The heirloom. You will be finding the heirloom. And she just... Wait, wait, out. wait. Hold on, hold on. You, you mean Wham's heirloom? What? Yes. Turns around and, and, like, charges back in, like, <laughs> right up to the force field. Yes, that one. He, uh... I don't know how to tell you this, but he got drunk the other night, and, uh, there was a pretty Orion lady. Not that one. A different Orion. Uh... He maybe sort of gave her, her his heirloom because he was trying to peacock. <laughs> you just see, like, the her eyes just, like, dilate. <laughs> and she, without a word, she very deliberately stalks out. And uh, one can probably guess where she's headed. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And we're going to get to that in a moment. But I did want to have a quick scene between Taraz and Vokaya because you're going to run into each other uh, as you are leaving the brig, Vokaya. And obviously, Taraz, you're coming in because uh, I did want to give you that moment to discuss things now that you obviously have a way to encrypt the channel, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. So um, she walks out of the brig and uh, sees you. Uh, Commander, um, I uh, have good news. Um, Gina found out a way how to encrypt the channel, so I can get right on this if you want. How convenient. I could see how it looks that way, but I definitely think she's trying to make this right. Very well. Should I proceed? Yes, but we will be ensuring that all of her access is restricted. Yes, yes, sir. Uh, she, she will have a security clearance of negative. Understood, understood. I can definitely just have her scrub in the nacelles for now. Well, I, I have something special in mind. 
something uh, to make use of her unique talents. I'm guessing that means I'll leave all the disciplinary actions up to you, Commander. I would like for you to be present for it. Understood. I'd 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 like to be there also. So yeah, with that, head on into the brig. You walk back into the brig as Shashista's leaving the brig. And uh, yeah, she Gina like is piles through the both of you and does not. She doesn't say she's sorry. She doesn't say anything. No, she's totally. just like, <laughs> she's having a bad day. It's, it's okay. I think she's having a bad are day. Almost, <laughs> her ears are almost flat against her head. Her tail is just like, <laughs> almost on all fours. Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I love it. But yeah, uh, Vokai and Taraj, Gina is uh, where you left her in the holding cell for the time being. Uh, yeah, so Taraj will just go up to the holding cell and stand there with her, her hands behind her back for a moment, just kind of watching, seeing what Gina is doing. And she's just kind of nervously looking back at you. I mean, she's kind of at attention, but also very relaxed. It's kind of a weird situation where she doesn't know if she should be at attention or she should be sitting. Like, she's very awkwardly trying to read your body language to what she should do. Completely stoic Vulcan at the moment. <laughs> Which, you know, obviously makes it difficult for her. <laughs> so, Gina. Y- yes, Commodore? You... Helped build Shower Station. I spent a lot of time on it, yeah. And I appreciate that. What I don't appreciate is people giving away secrets of the station, if you will. Un- understandable, sir. I'm, I'm curious as to why you shared the information of this feed to well, someone who was clearly not a superior. Well, um, I mean, I wasn't really paying total attention to the conversation that the commanders were having, but um, I I like the one of the words that they use, the, the peacocking. Yeah, I was just trying to be cool with some new alien I met in a bar. I didn't think it would actually lead to anything. I'm sure you've realized by now that this is definitely something you should not have done. Yeah, yeah. I'm guessing by the fact I'm in civilian clothes that uh, I guess I need to go pack my things and get 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 back going to Earth or something. Maybe I maybe I can join the merchant fleet. Well, as of now, you're currently relieved of duty until the next solar month. I don't know what the time equivalent is. 30 days, we'll say. Yeah, yeah. During that time, I want you to think about what has happened. And also, think about what could have happened. And she'll look very very pointedly at her and arch her eyebrow. And also consider how easy you're getting off. 
and she almost is like at a loss for words. She doesn't really know how to apply. Like her mouth opens and closes a few times, but she doesn't actually reply outright. So in addition to being relieved of duty for one month, you're also going to be demoted to the rank of chief. All of your security qualifications or access will be revoked. And you will be working directly with Lieutenant Commander Vokaya. You will be her shadow. Do I make myself clear? Uh, Crystal, ma'am? I hope something like this doesn't happen again. Oh, it won't. I, I, I promise. And then just without, without another word, she just turns about, gives a very slight nod that, you know, Bukai would pick up, then walks out. And with that, she kind of looks, looks back at Gina and she's like, I get it now. Uh, the commander's saying you need to be my shadow, but I'm going to be yours. And with that, she walks out. Meaning, I'm going to keep an eye on you. Yeah. Our final scene is going to be Wham at his uh, general <laughs> goods booth, store, whatever we want to call it. And uh, he's currently polishing what looks to be an alien apple. It's a strange blue color. And he's just minding those business and goes, Oh, man, that, uh, that Cation earlier, man, she has got a stick. Oh, shit. And we just see Shishista almost like all fours just beelining for him. He's like, well, I lived a good life. I uh, made a lot of money. And uh, <laughs> I have only one regret, and that is that uh, we never find out that regret is because that's when Shishista just slams into him, I like to imagine. <laughs> Oh, she, she like comes right up to him, and then she. How how tall is he? Just have. Oh, he's a tellerite, so he's like maybe four feet tall. They're small. Fantastic. Shishista is on the taller end of her species, which means in feet that puts her at about six and a half feet. Mm-hmm. So she comes over and she she grabs him like her claws are out. She like probably rips his clothes a little. She grabs him and just lifts him to where he's eye height with her. Mm-hmm. You, me, gambled your heirloom away, and you have the gall to have me looking for it. Okay, I now have two regrets. <laughs> and and she she brings him real close to her face. Call security. Go ahead, call them. Meow. <laughs> and she, she she's going to like kind of chuck him on the ground yeet might be an appropriate word for this she yeets him to the ground and mm. and then she kind of looks around because he he can get things right oh, like yeah. he his store is kind of a general store he can get things oh yeah and so she she kind of looks around make sure there's no one in the immediate proximity all right listen you you're going to do something for me what what do you want me to get for you? <laughs> Looks around again. <sighs> I hate to share this with you, but I was on the waiting list to adopt a human kitten. 
and someone else got in and got it before I did. And that You're does not referring please to me. the black American domesticated long hair. You shall refer to her as Fluffy Pants. I will make sure that Fluffy Pants becomes yours once she arrives at the station. Good. And she she's gonna like turn around, stalk away, and then turn back around and then like do the yeah, and yeah, kind of just stalk off. <laughs> and as uh, as that happens, we sort of pull back from the station, but we actually see it's the Commodore thing. in her office looking at the station's model, and then we pull out of the Commodore's office to actual space, <laughs> and that is where we'll end today's session. So yeah. So, small disclaimer, um, that was entirely player-generated. I just threw in a few ideas along the way, so you all did a phenomenal job tonight. I hope you guys enjoyed the hell out of it. <laughs> it was so fun. Everyone's phenomenal. Mm -hmm. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, you rocked that episode. Everybody did. That was great. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, YouTube, this is where we're going to say goodbye, but Twitch sticks around. We're going to raid somebody. So, YouTube, thanks so much for tuning in. We'll see you around. Bye, YouTube.